Barbarians podcast. Coming to you without Billy. Episode 13. <clears throat> right? Yeah. believe so. We got me, Taryn, over there, Strem. Howdy. And like I said, no Billy tonight, no X, just the two of us. Yep. Yeah, we've been running a lot on fries, but this um, this week we decided to just stick in the yard. I accidentally stepped on a rusty nail at work today, so foot kind of hurts. Don't want to pound it on the pavement for a couple miles. I mean, Terry, you said you ran yesterday, or? Yeah, yesterday morning, me and Sean ran, it was like three and a half miles. It was good, it was a good pace, too. We picked it up a little bit, it was about 7.30 pace. Nice. Average. Oh, yeah. yeah. Quick. Yeah. Well, qu- comparatively quick to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, quicker than what we've been doing, too. Yeah. We've been doing a little longer distance, but eight-minute low eights have been kind of yeah, our pace. Yeah, decent. So. But, yeah, today it was kind of fun just doing, like, a recovery light workout. We kind of just fucked around through through the rocks, did some muscles, pulled some. We threw tomahawks and knives. It was fucking... Yeah. It's always fun. Taryn kills it with the... The spin method, I mean, you can get a little bit farther range than me, whereas I try to do the no-spin method, but I mean, I'm working on my range, but it's still going to be a little bit closer. With the knives, yeah. 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 I do all right with tomahawks, too, but I think you're you're better. But you practice more, too. So. Well, the tomahawks, also, I um, have a summer of experience at YMCA camp, so there you go. <laughs> I was in the counselor, well, the like, the lead, one of the lead counselors, so... I had to know how to do that shit, so I'd fucking, like, I'd just be like, yeah, I need to work on this over here, or whatever, like, while the kids are on the other side, and just be throwing tomahawks for, like, 20 minutes, half an hour. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, then it would just blow kids' minds when they're like, oh, like, this is impossible, it won't even stick, and you'd just be like, oh, check it out. Like, yeah, see, like, you can do it. <laughs> Good credibility. But I suppose that's with anything, as long as you could demonstrate your ability to do it. Yeah. Seem like people are pretty um, willing to listen to you then. So, I mean, that's why when you give me advice about running, I usually take it. <laughs> yeah, usually somebody's been doing it for longer. You hope they know a little bit about what they're doing. Or they just buy a bunch of equipment. Oh, honestly, <laughs> dude, talk about that. Oh, yeah, just... Because that's the opposite of my mindset, so I want you to just, like, fully flesh that out. They're, um... <clears throat> yeah, so, I was at, uh, um, King Archery Club, um... Oh, getting called by telemarketers. No, it was... Somebody left a voicemail, but I can't access my voicemail on this new phone. As soon as I go call voicemail, it says, please enter your password, but... Or passcode, Stupid fucking I technology. I don't remember setting a pass... I never set one. I didn't have one on my old phone, so... I'll never know what the fuck happened. I'm not... <laughs> Guess that person... I hope it wasn't important. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It probably wasn't. They left a voicemail. <laughs> probably trying to well, they text should, them. They should text. But anyways, well, I'll, I'll describe it, and you tell me... If I'm wrong. So basically, Taryn was shooting archery at this place. And um, it's a 3D shoot, so there's foam targets in the woods at varying distances. They have the distances lined up. It's kind of like, imagine disc golf or something. Just walking through a course, shooting at these targets. And so anyways, Taryn's going through. Sees these dudes and their kid with all this super fancy high-end equipment... Like, 
the cart, basically like caddy carts to carry their bows and like all this fancy shit, towels to wipe, special brand towels, wipe their hands and like stabilize, all this bullshit. And they had a poor performance. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if they just haven't practiced very long and they just thought if you get more equipment, you'll be better. Or if somebody told them that's what they need to start. Or I don't know what the story was, but they have a lot of money and a lot of equipment invested to be very bad. (laughs) I don't know. It was interesting to see. That's good, though, because that's kind of like... That kind of triggers something inside you in a way, I'm sure. Like, I, if I see that, it's like, oh, geez, I almost pity that person. But that kind of, like, tells me that I, what I'm, my mindset of it is, like, so I'm glad I'm doing that. Whereas I, <clears throat> my personal mindset with anything is to develop the knowledge and the skill and then invest in the equipment or the technology to assist you rather than the other way around. You know, like, I'll get the bare bones, basic minimum equipment I need to start something and learn to be proficient with that. And then I'll know, I'll have a good idea what I actually need when I do want to get some good high-end equipment. Yeah. Oh, man, we had to take a break there because Taryn had a debacle with his phone. You, you tell it, Taryn. Uh, I got a new phone and a new carrier probably a week ago. And uh, apparently you have to have a uh, passcode for your voicemail with this carrier. I didn't before. So I didn't know what my passcode was because I haven't set one because whatever. So I tried the phone number. I tried the last, I tried seven digits, ten digits, eleven. tried the last four. I tried two sets of pins that I thought I might have set up. So then I just called them because thankfully Cellcom lets you talk to real people in Wisconsin. You know, you just don't have to go through the all the hoops of an automated system or whatever mm-hmm. you can just directly talk to a person right, right away yeah. anyway so i'm talking i'm trying to get a hold of this fucking voicemail passcode and she's like okay what's the pin on the account and i'm like uh, it's probably this one she's like mm, something no. different i was like god damn it okay this one no she's like mm, it's a six digit pin i'm like what the fuck has a six digit pin like what i was like i don't know what the fuck it is then i remember setting that shit up like it was Really only, like, two or three four-digit pins that I have for shit. So I was like, I don't fucking know. So we had to, like, reset one, and then it's it can't be consecutive numbers or, like, a date or some shit. So I was just, like, randomly rattling off numbers. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking remember this. So I had to write it down. So if I ever have to fucking need that account pin again. Because and and let, me, let me just give you some insight. Taryn is used to be prone to having a short temper. So it was kind of funny for me watching him try to keep his cool. Like, this whole process is taking, like, 15 minutes, probably. I, yeah, probably, like, it, oh, no. it seemed like 15 minutes. Like, <laughs> 10, 15 minutes, whatever. And Terrence talking with this lady on the phone, like, trying to not, like, lose his shit. And it was, like, visibly bothered. It was hilarious to watch, honestly. And then, so, go through all the bullshit. You finish <laughs> <laughs> Check this fucking voicemail from an unknown number. It's a fucking telemarketer. Which I told it probably would be. It probably fucking was, yeah. And then uh, I had a voicemail from a buddy earlier in the day. I was, I was working and had my phone on me, so missed the call, missed the voicemail, but figured it wasn't urgent. And uh, so I was like, well, well, now that I have access to my voicemail, let's, re- let's check this out. And so the automated lady gets through her spiel, and then I, the screen was about to go dark, so I tapped it, but I hit 
a number, so, so it saved it, so then we... Didn't hear it again, the, and, like, main main even menu. longer, oh, and man. listened to the whole fucking automated shit again, and then, so we finally played it. <laughs> and it, it was just a pocket voicemail. <laughs> he just didn't hang up the phone after I didn't answer, so... Yeah, after, like, 15 minutes of waiting around bullshit. To check these fucking voicemails. Those stupid, worthless and, fucking voicemails. Goes to show you, man. Sometimes you just gotta go with the flow of life and not try and force things. Dude, exactly. Like usually, my like my it. my voicemail. I haven't had access to that thing in like years. And whenever anybody calls me, leaves a voicemail, I either text them back or I'll be like, eh, or I call them back. And if they don't answer, I'll be like, well, if it was important, they'll call again. You know. So, I mean, hey, shit. I guess just two different types of handle and shit. Taryn like couldn't rest until he. Well, could find out what the what this thing because he was like, what if what if it's important? You know, well, the phone number was yeah. from the phone number is from the city that my girlfriend's from, and it's this is weird because we've been dating like a year now, but we don't have each other's phone numbers. We just literally only talk mm. on Snapchat. So I didn't know if it was her number. So if she's calling me and leaving a voicemail. I was like, she's never called me. True. Which, See, that's the hidden driver why you did it. You know. So yeah, I was like, holy shit, she's fucking got a flat tire or something on a fucking highway. True. Don't want to don't want to fuck around with that. But no, it was just a fucking. Topic. But no, stupid fucking technology. So I messaged her on Snapchat. I was like, "Did you just try and call me?" And she's like, "I don't even have your number." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't have your number either. That's why I didn't know." See, you should do. You should give each other your number <laughs> I guess just we in case. Have our numbers now, just what, what if you don't have internet? You know, <laughs> you have to use a landline. There's still enough Snapchat on it. <laughs> yeah, but yo. So, I had to fucking tell your story for you because you were fucking around with your phone. But the people with the technology, Bohun. Yeah, other super long stabilizers and probably had optics and all kind of other shit. For all that, they were. It seemed like they were happy if they just hit foam. It was, uh. It was 3D targets. I don't know if you mentioned that. That's, I did. Alright, yeah. So, the foam 3D targets. So, yeah, they were happy just to hit the damn animal instead of trying to get. Good, accurate shots. Yeah, so that was weird to see. Cause it, like, it's okay to not be good at stuff, definitely, but it's weird that they have all that equipment, but they're not good yet. They invested it before they invested their time and experience, or yeah. time and, like, work into it. Yeah. I guess that's why you're upset. Because you, you devote hundreds of hours to this shit over years, and your setup is, like, a fraction of the price of theirs, but you're still able to outperform them. That speaks... Yeah, exactly. So you're, like, preparation and training and stuff, you know? Yeah. I don't think it, like, upset me either. I just, it was, like, kind of goofy. We were trying oh, yeah. not to Definitely make fun something. of them. You know, yeah, like, don't be like, mean. Oh. Yeah, like, and, like, yeah, nothing to their face or whatever, because, you know, obviously they're new to the sport, so. Don't want to you know, scare them off by being mean. Yeah, yeah you want to be a dick about it, but it's, like. Well, we like all, I said, I kind of pity them almost more than anything. Like, I I'm. It's like punching down. Like, do you ever yeah. think The Rock, like, makes fun of anybody? Like, no. Because yeah. he's fucking great. Like, people who are doing well and great and, like, are actually successful and good people, like, they don't talk shit on anyone or punch down, you know? Like, right. what what do they gain by talking shit on somebody that, like, they don't want to be, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's like somebody who does that shit, like, hey, man, if that's what you need, good for you, but, I mean, not my thing. Right, yeah, it's just seems a little silly to not be good but have thousands of dollars of equipment. Well, I mean, I think some people, too, like some people, when they see somebody doing something not as well as them, they're like, oh, well, like, why can't you? Like, I don't know, it's probably like a 
simple-minded, like, thought about it, but they're just, like, I don't know how to put it, but they're, like, mean to these people. Like, I don't know, just, like, a negative attitude towards them when it's, like, they're trying. Like, sorry, they're not as good as you yet. But some people, like, really are just like, oh, fuck them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It's interesting. They don't realize that they were like that at one point. Right. Yeah, that's interesting when people forget that. Yeah. I think a lot of people expect that of themselves, too, to be good at stuff right away. Or if they're not, they're, like, apologizing and stuff. It's like, like you're not... It's okay, man. Like, almost nobody's good when they start anything, so... Yeah, and if they do, (laughs) it's usually luck. So, if anything, it's, like, to be expected, so don't... (laughs) I feel bad. That's weird. It was... Oh, I, I, I don't even think I got to finish telling you. You must have cut me off. Weird. The, uh... <laughs> fuck you. Well, fuck you. I should have told this... That's not... It's good. We're telling the story now. I'm trying to get you to fucking talk. I had to talk earlier because you're fucking being quiet. Listen, it's fuck so hard your for phone you to talk. Shit. Dude, I try... Like I said, I try to let other people talk. It's something I need to work on. We all got stuff we need to work on. But, uh, there's these three old guys, probably in their 60s, and, uh, they all had recurves, and I watched one all just smoke the target, like the, so I mentioned there's several, like, pins that you start from, or stakes, and for all classes, like, there's, like, kids and whatever, and women's, hunter, um, open class, which is, like, where you go with all that fucking fancy optics and huge stabilizers and shit, and then there's, like, Master Hunter. Whatever, so we shoot Master Hunter, so it's the farthest stakes back. So whatever the target was, I don't remember exactly, maybe, I don't know, 35 yards, something like that. Probably between 35 and 45 yards. Decent distance. This guy even stepped back a few yards. And just fucking draws back at that recurve and lets it rip and fucking smokes its well bring. Like, the smallest bring on there. It was fucking dope. I was... Dude, very like no I was like blown away. I was like holy shit. Like yeah, just all just recurves, yeah. Fuck They've just been yeah. shooting recurves for probably fucking fifty years. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, he just fucking nailed it. I was like, yo <laughs> That's something to work towards for me. Yeah, it'd be fucking awesome. It'd be cool to get that go with a recurve. That's fucking cool. That's so badass. <laughs> and I mean you can be so quick with it too. Right, yeah, yeah. It's like throwing. You know. I'm I'm actually probably yeah. You could. It's a good comparison, accuracy wise. Maybe that's why I'm good at throwing knives. Probably. You good. You have good muscle control. Good with projectiles. Well, and I mean, yeah. That's yeah. a big thing too. That's a big aspect of our psychology that some. I forget where it was. If it was in like National Geographic or if it was in like Men's Health or somewhere, they basically made the case. It well, I was talking about a study where they made the case that humans like advantage over other animals and creatures. One of their main advantages, well, obviously, is running, but other than that, is the ability to throw things. Because to throw things means we have, like, our brains need to think about the trajectory and actually project into the future. And that ability to project things into the future kind of grew into us preparing for things, you know, and storing things and whatever, planning things. That's what they think, I guess. Yeah. But, like, just us having that concept of, like, time. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, accuracy, being able to throw shit, 
there aren't very many other animals or creatures that can throw shit, but we definitely can. And, like, throwing spears or just rocks, like, nothing else is doing that. That's crazy. Maybe, like, other primates to an extent. To an extent, but not accurately. But yeah. not to the level humans do. Not throwing, like... like dude, like, a human can throw a fucking 90 mile an hour fast. That's what I was going to think about the control, like, like a curveball of an MLB pitcher. <laughs> like, that's insane. Yeah, dude. And, I mean, I talked about how I interacted with the kids in Afghanistan on previous podcasts. And, dude, all those kids, like, I swear to God, they are, like, double-A or triple-A or whatever, minor league, or, like, almost pro-level pitchers. Or, like, they can throw, like, insane. Like, these kids would be, like, 50 yards away smoking you with fucking rocks. Like... It's insane. Or they'll, like, crack the bulletproof glass on the trucks, like, with a fucking rock. Just no problem. (laughs) Yeah, and they can run like crazy. So it's like, dang, dude, these kids are, like, athletic as fuck just for living out just a hard life. Badass kids, for sure. But, I mean, throwing. And, I mean, yeah, accuracy. That's something that I personally haven't been great with. I'm better with anything that I have, like, I'm touching, like, tactile control over. Like, wrestling, I was good at that. Mm-hmm. Like, anything, like, crafts or anything to do with my hands. I mean, shooting, but that's almost just more tactile as accuracy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, not really throwing anything when you're shooting, you're just holding something really still. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, I guess just different types of biology, different of physique, different psychology. All that shit comes into play to everybody's attributes. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's It's wild to think, because, I mean, like, there's a whole nature versus nurture. Like, does your DNA influence you? Like, your DNA and genetics influence you, or does your environment influence you? And I think it's probably, like, equal parts, or, like, a very good mix of the two, because obviously, like, genetics and DNA and things like that, like, definitely play a role in all kinds of things. Like, not only your skin color, your foot size, your height, your whatever the fuck, your predisposition to diseases, as well as, like, different crazy shit, like some people's muscles just recover faster or use less lactic acid. I mean, kind of roll the dice, and then you could have just an incredible physique, but if you are born in a fucking trailer park with a mac mac and cheese diet your whole life, you probably won't reach your full potential as if you were had a healthy healthy diet. And, I mean, even somebody with the shitty end of genetics, if they have a healthy environment, I'm sure they would do pretty well. So I really think you, regardless of what your genes or your, your start point is, I mean, obviously there's some diseases and disabilities and things like that that people, like, physically can't overcome. That's understandable. But, I mean, for, if you don't have, even even if you do have something like that, they're human beings. Like our one of our great abilities is we can evolve and adapt and change like consciously, you know. And even just 
by doing certain things, that kind of morphs your body to fit your lifestyle. So if you sit on the couch all day and just eat shit food, your body's going to get really good at processing fucking preservatives and other shit and just storing it as fat and not having a lot of muscle. Or if you just do hard-ass shit like throwing cinder blocks and fucking going on runs and doing working and doing all kinds of shit, like obviously your body's going to adapt to fit that. Do spears predate atlatls? Probably. Yeah, because an atlatl is throwing a spear. I don't know. Maybe they thought of that first and they're like, "Do we need the second part?" <laughs> okay. Just did the spear. Neanderthals. I guess there's evidence of Neanderthals using spears because they're like have hardened wood spears, and then the Cro-Magnons would use like stone arrowheads or stone spearheads, and that yeah. gave like them an advantage in hunting and stuff. But I mean, I don't know, Taryn. I'm sure in different parts of the world, different shit got. Like used at different times, but I'm pretty sure the spear is like u- almost universally one of the oldest weapons of war. Because I mean, it's yeah, hunting, it and then just natural they would go into fighting. Who figured out the atlatl? Was that like Australia? I mean, I'm sure atlatl? with a lot of things, it kind of um, sprung up in many places, like dis- distant from each other. Because I'm sure it was in North and South America. I'm sure. Like, I don't know if there was one definite start of it. Yeah, how do you spell that? A-T-L-A-T-L, I believe. Adelatl. That's just because they were in the airport, I bet. Adelatl spear thrower. Indigenous people of North America. Oh. But, I mean, yeah, the Adelatl, the bow, I don't know, like, what the oldest evidence of a bow is, but, I mean, I feel like people would understand how to create that pretty early on. Or uh, another of my favorite primitive throwing weapons is a sling. Like, think um, like a David and Goliath sling. Mm -hmm. Those things, like, when I was a little kid, I would just make one out of a... I'd cut a strip out of a piece of cloth and just make a thumb loop and a big knot... And you can launch rocks with that thing, but eventually I learned how to make them out of 550 cord and shit. Hell yeah. Those things are bomb. Very fun as a kid. But yeah, slingshots, I mean, with the rubber bands, that's obviously cool too, but that definitely wasn't until way later. Yeah, it's crazy. And then they have, like, imagine all those big siege engines, like a ballista, which is like a giant crossbow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those things would be badass as fuck. <laughs> what are you looking up? Adelatl. The Adelatl likely came to America with the earliest paleo... Paleo-Indian? Paleo-Indian? Paleo-Indians. Paleo-Indian cultures. It remains the... It remained the main hunting weapon until it was replaced by the bow and arrow during the late woodland period. Oh, so it seems like first was the spear, then the atlatl, then the bow and arrow. Yes. Yeah, thinking of it. Okay, so I was listening to Kifaru Cast with um Aaron Snyder, and um, he was talking with this old timer who was a doctor. 
Ah, oh, shit. Where's my phone? Over there. Yeah. I'll find out. Here, Taryn, you... What are... What are some shit you can talk about? Bow hunting some more. I don't know if I know enough about bow hunting. Let's see what I can talk about. You still got those fish mounts. That's pretty cool. Uh, from the old guy that lived here? Yep. Yeah, when I moved into this place, there was um, a lot of antlers. Um, not full head mounts, just the antlers. Not crazy big bucks, just little ones. And then, um, yeah, a couple bass. Rather than, And the family didn't want them, so rather than throwing them out, I figured keep them and put them into the man cave. The man cave pretty much collected all the furniture and stuff from the house that nobody else wanted or wanted to throw out, but I felt fit the aesthetic of this place. But yeah, I got camping gear in one corner, fucking bows hanging on antlers on the wall. The armory, got my <laughs> my arsenal. Um, bookshelf, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Solid space. Now it's a carving workshop, actually. Been fucking with that down here. But yeah. Definitely good to have a creative space like that, or just a chill place. <clears throat> yeah. A man cave. Yours is kind of your living room, your parlor. Yeah, yeah that's definitely the. Uh, Do you like the, the parlor? Is it sticking or not? It feels a little awkward, but. Feels forced. Yeah. But see, do you want to tell that thing about the funeral industry? Or the reasoning behind that? I don't know, yeah, maybe we talked about it. That the funeral industry changed the. <laughs> the word from parlor to living room in like a Sears catalog or something to that way you would think of like funeral parlor and like the antithesis of that would be a living room to discourage people from having their own you know funeral ceremonies funerals, which that's literally what everyone did they had a funeral in the home but then like during the civil war or the funeral business they kind of Got a lot of business and grew during the Civil War, but then when the war ended, they needed business still, so they kind of tr wanted to take over what people were doing on their own. Because, I mean, if somebody dies, unless they die of an infectious disease, their body is, like, fine to be around for a couple days. You know? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can... But, yeah, they convinced everybody they were gross and needed to be stuffed full of fucking formaldehyde or some shit. Yeah. Eyelids sewn shut. Mouth sewn shut, yeah. Yeah, Ugh. yeah it's like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'll put songs. on, like, with all the makeup, and it's just, uh, it's fucked up. It's kind of weird to think about how artificial they make it, just to make them look like they're still alive but sleeping. That's so weird. It they... was, oh, man, it was really tough for me because uh, one of my buddies from the Marines died and went to South Carolina for his funeral. And, yeah, man, he... Like, he was dead for a week, and but they did they kind of postponed the funeral so all, like, all of his Marine buddies could get to town. And, I mean, yeah, man, it was rough seeing him because it just did not look like him, you know? The body, like, 
It's they preserve it, but it's like it's just it doesn't even look like them. So why even fucking do that? You know, like yeah, it's weird. I guess some people need that closure. They need to but, see the body. But well, yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, everybody's got their own thoughts on death. I guess some people really want to see the body, want to bid farewell to the body, or they just go with the tradition. That's the thing too is you don't need to do that. You don't need to spend thousands of dollars on a first of all a casket, fucking box that's getting buried. Go fuck yourself for four thousand dollars. Yeah, gilded box. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Not a fucking feral. Be all right. <laughs> I think uh, somewhere between burning the body and planting a tree above it. Dude, burn it and then plant a tree on the ashes. Yeah, I guess, I don't know, would the ashes still have nutrients? Probably, Dude, right? after a fucking forest fire, it's green. You know, shit grows in the ashes. It's pure carbon. So it's like just pure soil just needs some organic material so it'd obviously be ashes mixed with dirt but yeah but you would it'd be like you'd be fertilizer for the fucking tree yeah i guess even your ashes could good point yeah so do that or even just like spread, yeah there you go i'll do that if you die thanks man burn my body and then have a big ceremony though man i think oh, i want everybody on mushrooms yo, not everybody anybody that wants anybody to do mushrooms, wants to just, we'll just have a big funeral yeah. pyre any hey how about this because obviously with modern day shit you'll probably have to get incinerated in a fucking furnace no that's, that's what, what do. no that's no? what um caitlin dowdy or whatever was saying that body's your property really yeah oh yeah so dude we'll just fucking take you we'll have a party old school new orleans style we'll dance you around on a chair and we'll throw you in a bonfire something like that <laughs> you guys just... i guess we're all launching <laughs> just launching yeah. everybody cheers a... launching you on a chair in a... <laughs> Like a trebuchet, just fucking catapult you into a into a fire pit, into a lake. <laughs> Douse the, the body in gasoline. <laughs> hit it with a trebuchet. Have it land in a giant bonfire. Um, that would be so epic. Yeah, but if you miss the bonfire, well, don't miss. Get really good. Get that trebuchet dialed in, man. Just get 130 pounds worth of sand or something, and, or get like a big deer. Just practice with a big deer carcass. Big dog, I don't know. You're in the splash zone. <laughs> but yeah, everybody's just on shrooms, just hugging and crying, and thinking about how beautiful it is that we joined. I feel like it's more personal if we throw you in. <laughs> okay, dude, just you or Billy, just suplex a release, a release suplex. Dude, I'll we'll just get have like a tower next to it, like a little bit, so you get height advantage. Just suplex you into it, yeah, from up above. <clears throat> okay, well that's the plan. That's sweet. That's, that's for you. We all have to write that in your will. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta get, a, I gotta get an advanced directive so they don't stuff me full of sawdust and, and molding yeah. fluid. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, that'd be wild. Yeah, but yeah, for, for me, me, I mean, yeah, just funeral pyre. Just make a big bonfire with like, whatever the fuck. Just 
ton of wood, some telephone poles, shit that'll burn hot. <laughs> just throw me on there. A couch? <laughs> yeah, a couch. Dude, put me on my, leave me on my couch. Like, I'm just fucking napping. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, just put, I don't know, my prized possessions with me. Fucking. I thought about that, too. Maroons, maybe a, a weapon, a knife, a pipe. You know, just jam a knife in your thigh. <laughs> Take that with you, buddy. <laughs> Throw it at your body, fresh till you get the stick. Ooh, right in the spleen. That's a good one. There you go, pal. Take that with you. There you go. Tomahawk. Throw that in there. Definitely Fuck. some weed. I'd give you oh, some weed yeah. for the passage. Oh yeah. For the boat ride. For the ferry ride. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. Just take some of those things. And just yeah. Just big ass bonfire. Yeah. Take some of the ashes and pl- plant trees with them. You know. That's what I'm about. Hell yeah, man. Oh, and runestone. I want to, like, obviously I'm probably going to, I want to share a headstone with my wife. She said she's cool getting um, cremated as well. But get a shared headstone with her, have it, like, smooth, the nice writing, fucking probably a cross because she's Christian. So I have that on the smooth side, then have, like, the rough boulder side with, like, moss growing on and shit, make it into a runestone. There you go. So, yeah. We got it all planned out. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> hey, that's our will. If we die, somebody act that will, out. Will this hold up in court? Is this legal? I don't know. Some podcast. Get this to our loved ones, then they'll know what to do. They'll know what to do. Our body will be their property. <laughs> they can do with it what they want. Yeah, exactly. That's such or a weird we concept. Like you think like your first thought is like, oh, if somebody dies, you have to take them to the mortuary or whatever. Or call or and have them pick you. Yeah, pick them up. you call have the ambulance pick them up. The ambulance doesn't do that, so I don't know who you would call. Yeah, like, like the, the, I think you would just call the funeral home. Yeah, and they'd bring a hearse. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. But yeah, you call them, pick them up, and you never touch the body ever oh, again. Well, and they sew them up and... Well, you touch them when they're full wax. wax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, man. It's a bizarre concept if you take some time to think about it, I think. But yeah, celebration of life ceremony, that's a good way to do it. And, I mean, some people, like, don't have the closure. Like I say, don't have closure without, like... I mean, think about it. If you do a celebration of life and just see pictures of the person with the urn there or whatever. Yeah. Like, you just having your memory of them and not having the physical, like, their them to touch, it's almost like they're not... I mean, I can get it where the closure, because it's like, are they really gone? But, I mean, that almost gives a mystique to it where it feels like they're still, like, you know here you know in a way yeah instead of seeing their body all fucking weird looking yeah and being like oh no, i'm just not gonna think about them anymore they're gone yeah we have a really big divide between us and death for some reason we think of death as like i mean a negative thing and like for a some separate reason thing. i don't know why like but it's tough because that's that severing of your life well, that's why. Well, but man. that's not what I think of it as. It's you know, so it's weird to see so many people. Like, what do you afraid think of it? it? I said it. It just seems like it's a continuation. It's not. It's just you're just done with this body, whatever. Like you keep going. You're still, the consciousness is still around. You're still there. You still carry on. So yeah, even in the thoughts and memories of people, if only in that, <clears throat> if you yeah, you know, like your interactions on the world, you live on in that. And then your consciousness as well. Yeah, so it's not an end. 
So it's weird to be, to treat it like that. And to treat it like it's not a part of life, to treat it not like it's not inevitable. Like I mentioned that before, where they, you know, people say, oh, they died too soon, or whatever, well, why, and it's like, yeah, no. People, <laughs> it's like a kid where it's like, they weren't supposed to die. It's like, actually, I mean, they <laughs> died when they died, so it's probably, pretty sure that's when they Pretty sure that's when they were supposed to die, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know, it, it goes back to more of like the Buddhist way of thinking that, like, desire is the cause of human suffering. So if you just don't have hope or don't have desires, you can, because if you have that, you're really just setting yourself up for disappointment but that's and suffering. The, I think that's a paradox because <clears throat> in a way you kind of want hopes and desires to give life like meaning. So it's kind well, of finding a balance between like recognizing that your hopes and desires can hurt you. Maybe. I, I think we tried to talk about this too and we just ended up saying it came down to semantics because... Probably. Like, having a goal is good, right? Like, having a goal that you're working towards, but, like, having... A desire? Maybe, I don't know, man, maybe there's... Yeah, it does come down to semantics, because desire, like, mean wanting something that's unnecessary, yeah, sure, that's not Well, anything, even, like, wanting, like, your kid to play baseball like you did or something. Like, you need to want to do stuff in order to do anything. Like, in order to do the right things, you even need to want to do something, you know? So, that want and desire that drive, that you wanting to do stuff, your will directing you, that can be an incredible force for good. That's one of our main forces for good. But it can easily be a force for bad when you desire unnecessary shit or shit that isn't good for you, you know? Yeah, I guess, yeah. But it's not just desiring bad shit or unnecessary shit. It's, it's, it is just desiring anything, I guess. It's not the desire or the hope or the goal itself, maybe, but I don't know, man. I like, I see what you're saying, but I think that I s- still think you can make the argument that that's the root of suffering. Desire. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I, I totally think so because... But you're saying you just, you need to, you need need to risk that, that... that um, suffering or just accept the suffering well yeah i mean embrace it because the suffering is what gives the good things meaning like love hurts when when you lose somebody you love it hurts as much like the more you love them the more it hurts but why but why what's making it hurt your desire to still have them next to you yeah yeah so if you could let go of that desire well, that's what I'm saying is I understand letting go of it will let go of the hurt, but sometimes hurting is, like, good because, like, I know, for instance, when I feel sad when somebody dies, like, I feel really fucking sad. It's horrible, but it's, like, it's because I fucking love them that much. Like, that's why I'm hurting this much is because I cared that much about them. And, like, yeah, okay. that's the cost of loving somebody is, like, they're going to be gone eventually, mm-hmm. you know, or you're going to be gone. But the one or the other, and that's kind of like with anything in life, is like, like you said, we're going to die. We're going to die at the end. Everybody dies at the end. What's the point of fucking doing anything? It's all desiring something when in the end we're going to have to give it up and like let go of like all this material shit we've done. But it's kind of like once you learn that and can see that and accept that I know it's fucking, it's going to end, or I know this is only going to lead to me hurting myself, but at least I fucking know that, but I'm still going to enjoy it while I'm doing it, you know? Hmm. 
So you're still sad about death? I'm not necessarily sad, but I'm just saying that, like, there's shitty parts to it. Like, yeah, I won't see people, like, I won't exist in this way with, like, my loved ones anymore. But it's like, well, maybe it'll be better in the next place. Who fucking knows? But I'm just saying, like, this was really good. So I'm kind of, I'm sure maybe I'll be sad to leave. But it's like, hey, then I know I had a good time, you know? The end is what gives a thing meaning. Because for it to have be good and have be important it has to end at some point for you to like appreciate when it existed yeah i guess i think of it more almost like a like a video game where it's like the end's not really the end it's just like the end of like that run with like this character you know what i'm saying like well, I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna sure. just gonna get rack up as many points or whatever i can do get as far with this character as i can however far i get as far well, as well yeah can. dude i'm i know for sure i on to the next one i i completely agree but i'm just saying like emotions aren't that easy to do away with like when you're feeling something it's tough to just be like oh yeah let it go whereas like i kind of just like let that wash over me and recognize it for what it is and i mean it's not bad yeah. to have emotions no yeah it's yeah it's find to embrace them it's helpful yeah and it's like yeah what are you afraid of you're like sometimes if yeah feeling some sadness or whatever and try to push past it it's like well, what do you like what are you afraid you're never gonna feel happy again like why don't you just fucking deal with this and then let, yeah, it, you... let it happen like let it come to fruition or whatever let it go full cycle and then you'll feel other stuff but you don't have to hide from it just because it's you know a quote-unquote negative emotion yeah, the thing I've loved doing is, like, once I'm aware, like, once I'm aware that I'm sad or fucking upset or angry about something, I'm like, why am I? Like, why, really, what are the reasons why I'm feeling this way? Mm -hmm. And I try to, like, peg it down, and a lot of times I'll, like, dissolve it because I'll literally be like, oh, that's a fucking stupid reason. I was actually in the wrong there. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So, like, oh, I guess I can't really be mad at them for that. And, like, a lot of times when you kind of break it down, like, why am I sad? Like, breaking it down, like, oh, well, maybe I'll work on this more, and then, like, I'll get over it. But I don't know, like, being aware of it and kind of just, like, letting it happen, I think is one of the biggest keys to getting over it, like, and getting through that shit. Yeah. Yeah, just feel it. Just let it, let it happen. Don't gotta fight it just because it's sadness or anger or something. You can just be in it. For sure. You want to take a little break, and then we'll do another segment? What are you thinking? I don't know. Do you want to? I don't care. I think we're, we're doing fine, but... Oh, you mean just keep going for a little uh, bit? <coughs> yeah, for sure. Rather than do another segment, just keep going. <coughs> yeah, it's messed up because I paused... I stopped it earlier, so I don't know. Well, you don't have to do the ad yeah. at the halfway point, right? You can do the ad whenever you want, or does it have to be... Make more money at the halfway point. Dude, oh. We're not about the money. Fuck them. Make more. We'll put we'll put the ad where it's supposed to go, or right the actually no, because we had a clean cut earlier, so we do need a break for the ad. So oh. here we'll just take a really quick break, and we'll be It'll back. Be so quick, you guys. All right, we're back. Hell yeah. Yeah, seamless transitions. <laughs> it's technology for you. What? We're, yeah, fuck technology. <laughs> I'm, yeah, and we're talking about desire and stuff and that being the root of suffering and yeah, I don't know I feel like I'm getting pretty good at accepting things the cell phone voicemail thing wasn't a good example but that amped up my anxiety thinking it might have been Important. Kyle trying to call me yeah 
but under normal circumstances, when I'm in a decent mood and I'm not hungry or not too tired, I do a pretty good job of just letting shit slide and just fucking going with it, because, I don't know, it's just all kinds of stuff you can remind yourself of that, like, well, if you're happy where you're at now, it's because of everything that's ever happened before that, so assuming you'll still be happy in the future, that whatever just happened, fucking, it's gonna lead to something good, so fucking, it just happened. Or, yeah. And besides, it's happened, so what you can do, you don't yeah. have a fucking time machine, like, roll with it, <laughs> roll with what happened, other, or just bitch about what <clears throat> did happen and not get over it, you know? Yeah. That was your, that was your spot in the universe. You were the guy that got fucking shit on by a bird. That just fucking, that's, it had to be somebody, it was you. Well, you know what? Anytime birds fly overhead, I always look up to make sure they don't shit on me. And, like, my wife was, like, messing with me for it. So I was like, watch, you're going to get shit on. And she's like, if I get shit on by a bird, I will give you an hour-long blowjob. And I was like, okay. So, yeah, any birds out there listening, please (laughs) shit on my wife. But yeah, so everyone else, though, look up when birds fly by, because I've been shit on twice. And I mean, it is kind of What if funny. you look up and get shit in your eye, though? Well, wouldn't you rather look up and be able to dodge it than just get hit blindly? I don't know. Like, I've been I get shit hit in the on eye, it. Like, have you dodged shit? Well, honestly... Hold no. on, so like, you, you've I've... never even seen shit come out of a bird's ass and moved out of the way? Because I don't know if you'd have time, or if you'd even be able to well, see it. Well, it's better than getting shit on, you know? No, not if you look up and get shit in your face or your mouth or your eye. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, just take out the... Well, Taryn, you don't even have fucking get... hair on the top of your head, so that'd be such an easy clean-up. You just... <laughs> oh, hat, good thing dude. I was... Wear a hat if you're so afraid of nature. <laughs> fuck. You want nature? You want I, a barrier? I want to be aware. You, you're the one with the barrier. You literally have a barrier I just accept you. it. I just accept it. If bird's going to shit on me, a bird's going to shit on me. You accept that you have protective you, you, equipment on, and you don't have to use your perception abilities to dodge something. You're fighting the universe so hard that you're going to dodge for <laughs> shit mid-air so you don't have to be the I'm guy who gets fighting it. Shit. I'm using it to keep me sharp. <laughs> There's a difference. I don't know, man. We weren't fighting rocks out there. We were using them to get us, keep us sharp. <laughs> that would be crazy fighting rocks, though. <laughs> fighting the rock. We already brought him up. <laughs> yeah, The Rock. I wonder if he'd do our podcast. That'd be cool. <laughs> he probably has a lot of time for it. <laughs> you would need a bigger chair and a bigger doorway. Yeah. And a bigger basement. We'd have to do it outside. <laughs> That'd be dope big. working out with him, though. He'd love it. Probably, yeah. He'd, yeah, he probably does, only does shit in a gym. He probably doesn't get to go outside in the dirt. And, I mean, maybe he does sometimes. If you, I mean, if he wanted to, there'd be nothing stopping him. Dude, he could have a, such a badass fucking setup. Betting he usually works out in, like, in the woods gyms. in like fucking Kauai or some shit. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah. Rock Johnson, my man. Yeah, bring it full circle because he's a great guy and doesn't shit on people. <laughs> that he's more cool than. If he was a bird, I still don't think he would shit on people. <laughs> but he wouldn't be able to shit on you because you're too busy fucking. Yeah, I'm using fucking five dodging D's, that shit. Five D's of bird shit. You can dodge bird shit, you can dodge an arrow. Fucking exactly, Fucking roll through the streets, get hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lily like... just keeps walking, just dumbass. 
Oh, and then man. a bird shits on you as it flies over. And you're like in the street. One time <laughs> I got shit on that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> on. We were marching in formation at boot camp. <laughs> and I got shit on. Oh. And I was like, yep, that's how my day is going. <laughs> Because I literally couldn't, like, move or react. I just had to, like, take it and just not, like, touch it. So, when I was at AIT at Fort Sam, the the rules are always changing. Like, literally, weekly, the rules change about who can have tobacco and, like, how, you know, how many weeks into the program you need to be before you can start, like, having, like, tobacco or going off post or whatever. So, where I was at, when I was there... You, we could go off post. You had to, like, sign out. You had to have a, somebody with you. And, uh, I didn't want to say it, but you had to have a, a battle buddy. So. <laughs> Dude, battle buddies? <laughs> hey, that's a solid, um, system. Listen to a podcast, um, the Jocko podcast, talking to a f- French foreign legionnaire. And they also had battle buddies. It's a universal among great fighting forces. Yeah, I don't like calling on that, even though it's a good alliteration. <laughs> anyway, so you had to have a battle buddy, and you had to be in your fucking dress uniform. Now, it was Texas, so we got to be in the short sleeve ones, but um, like you didn't have to have the jacket and all that shit, but like beret and fucking, nice. fucking shiny shit on and name tag and all that shit. <clears throat> um, the name tag? And uh, nice. I was there, I was at the uh, river walk or boardwalk, whatever they call it, in San Antonio, and got shit on by a bird in my fucking nice fucking dress uniform. I was like, man, I have to get this dry cleaned. Birds like shitting on man in uniform, I guess. Apparently, it's, there's more more points to them, probably. It's probably bonus points. Yeah, good at getting the camouflaged ones. <laughs> fucking birds. Yeah. We're going to hunt some long. birds, man. I can't wait to hunt ducks with Billy. Should oh, hell yeah. Apparently, duck hunting's pretty chill. Cause when? You just, when is that I season? Know. I don't know. He'll tell us. But apparently it's pretty chill, because you just kind of sit around and bullshit until you see a flock flying overhead, and you kind of duck down, try and call them in. And if they don't call me, you just fucking stand back up, or if they do call me, you fucking shoot at them. Blast them. And we're eating fucking duck? Oh, that's going to be good. High protein. Yeah. I'm just going to watch out for the BBs. (laughs) Yeah. That was such... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. That'll be a fun experience. Duck hunting for the first time. Yeah, I want to get a shotgun, a nice one, com- composite stock 12 gauge pump. Yeah. I think that'll be the ticket. I need something that'll, that's durable as fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be taking it into the mud and shit. And I mean, <clears throat> just some reliable for like home defense, whatever. pump action. Yeah, dude, those things are money. I was so pumped that um, as combat engineers, we got to, that was like part of our arsenals. We got yeah. to use 12 gauge to do like door breaches. That's pretty dope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wanted just getting into more, more shooting, but been so fucking busy with work and it's tough to get the space to shoot you know best yeah. sticking to the primitives be nice to have a big chunk of land yeah my buddy whose farm we usually go to he um he moved a little bit farther away so he isn't home as much 
I'm gonna go to his parents' farm. So. But yeah, I mean, I suppose there's plenty of local ranges and stuff, but I don't know. I kind of just like doing my own thing. Setting up we targets know. in a field. We know. <laughs> there's an organization for that? No thanks. It's the Postal Service. No, I just carry the letters there myself. Yeah, Somebody man. needs to reach me, they know where my crows are. Exactly. Put something shiny out <laughs> by your back porch. My crows will know to stop by and pick it up. A dough in the envelope and a red twine, and they will know it's for them. <laughs> it's much faster than the postal, postal service. <laughs> yeah. Much more. Doesn't have to go friendly. to a sorting facility. That's fucking wild. If I tried to mail you a letter from like 10 miles away, it would have to go to Green Bay first and then come back, so it would probably take like two or three days. Yeah. To just get a letter. To How us. retarded. See, a crow <laughs> would be way better. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Crows are smart as fuck. I'm trying to lure the local crows in. I th- Whenever I go for a run, I throw dog food for them. So hopefully <laughs> they'll follow me back. Just show up in a white van with a bunch of dog food. That'll be nice. <laughs> Well, I mean, I see them every morning when I go for a run. Yeah. And they always just yap at me. And, like, bitching at me. So it's like, geez, like, I'll throw in some shit. You know, yeah, that'd be fun. Hell yeah. That'd be cool to get crows to pledge their allegiance to you. <laughs> Dude, honestly, just, I mean, crows are a cool bird to have hanging around, you know? Yeah. Especially if you can teach them how to talk. That's, that'd be hilarious. Crows are legit. I fucking love crows. Yeah. And... Yeah, you laugh now, but when we get them fucking carrying our messages back and forth... <laughs> I'll still laugh. I'll be like, a fucking crow just room, brought us a fucking twigs. message. This is wild. Yeah, fucking secret message encoded in ruins. Just written on a branch. Speech. Yeah, good luck cracking that, U.S. <laughs> government, motherfuckers. <laughs> no more China Nav- ain't spying on us. No more Navajo code talkers. You're gonna have to figure your own way out of this one. <laughs> yep. They used women in World War Two. That was an interesting thing they had. They recruited a bunch of uh, young women, like college-age women, to um, be decoders. They would just fucking go to different, like... Oh, do ciphers? Yeah, go to, like, different universities, and they just would set up these big rooms, and they would do, like, some classes and stuff on them first. And the way they would recruit them was have them take, like, this little... I don't know if it was really, like, an aptitude test or just sort of a test to show that their mind worked in that type of way. Um, and then, yeah, if they were accepted, they'd go live at this, like, in, like, a dorm at this, like, university, and work on decoding German and Japanese messages. Wow. And they cracked a bunch of them, and it was a good program, so. That's insane, but that's awesome, and you gotta utilize different crazy stuff like that. Crazy stuff like women. Who knew their well, brains not, could work like not that? Not crazy stuff like that, but a specialized u- like university, literally, where yeah. you have... That's awesome, it was women. Fuck you, I like women, Taryn. I'm not... <laughs> not against women here. About time they did something while we were at war. <laughs> hey, I mean, nurses, they probably got some action. Yeah, yeah definitely. In front and behind the lines. Yeah, and then obviously all, all of our fucking production was done by... Well, almost all the production was done by women, so I was... During World War Two, yeah. They certainly pulled their weight. I was 
being well, I mean, yeah. funny. And now the equivalent is women just working jobs rather than being stay-at-home moms, which, honestly, my wife wishes she could be a stay-at-home mom, but we just need her income, you know? She's got a deadbeat husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her deadbeat husband just don't make enough she, dang money. Is he still cleaning apartments? <laughs> yeah. Just Not cleaning, landscaping. I kind of do it all. <laughs> you gotta do it all. Is that, is that no? Uh, I don't do it all, but I'm learning. <clears throat> but I mean, I like doing a diverse amount of shit. Like how how our job is structured is we gotta basically like maintain apartments and shit right. for certain property owners. So we have contracts, or whatever, and that involves like lawn maintenance, landscaping maintenance, and then like heart maintenance all the way down to remodeling shit and cleaning, mm-hmm. and basically have a small team of like ten people. That every morning we just meet up, get our jobs for the day, and we're kind of off to our own to, like, plan shit out or even find extra work. Like, there's some days where he's just like, oh, do landscaping on the properties. And I literally just drive around and see what needs to be done. And, I mean, that type of small decentralized scheme is, like, so efficient. Like, is that pretty similar to what you guys have construction? Yeah, so we, we <clears throat> have our two bosses will both go get bids. But they also both own several rental properties. So, yeah, we uh, will take turns. Like, whenever some, you know, a unit gets vacant, we'll go in there, you know, sometimes repaint, whatever, clean everything. Whatever needs to be done. Fix everything up. The goddamn college kids broke. Put the fucking screen door or the patio door back on the track. Take shit to the dump they left. Yeah. <clears throat> or take it home. <laughs> yeah. Clean it up, and now I have a new desk in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Um... Yeah, all that shit, whatever, you know the, you know the deal. Um, yeah, we cut the grass for the rentals, too. And then, yeah, then we take turns going to different, like, job sites throughout the day or whatever. And So basically, like, same shit. Pretty much the same shit. It's just we go to rich people's houses and remodel their shit, too. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, just the decentralized aspect of it is just, it makes sense. Yeah, just... we usually have, like, two teams, you know, and <clears throat> I'll have no idea what, they like this week, yeah. I couldn't tell you what Colin and Scarbs did. They were at Airport Bar, probably finishing up the fence and the gate that we started putting up last week there. But other than that, I really don't even know where they were or what they did or how long they worked. Saw them a couple times in passing, but <laughs> yeah, I like just jobs where you get an opportunity to do a variety of shit that's just like practical, like. Stuff that you'd want to know to maintain your own house and stuff like that. Just everyday yeah. basic knowledge. And you get paid to do that. So, I mean, I mean, it seems like a solid trade-off. Yeah, it's basically setting you up to be a landlord. That's the fucking... I think that's a really solid way to invest your money. Just get a rental property. And if you can maintain it yourself, if you don't have to call a plumber, electrician, or... Or somebody. even just have certain specialists you can call for certain things, you know? Yeah, whatever. It just If you can save money on maintenance more by knowing maintenance and being able to cut the grass yourself or whatever, have them do it. Whatever. It's a good investment, being a fucking landlord. And this is pretty much just practicing that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a really old profession, if you think about it. <clears throat> like they're Yeah, it's land- still called landlord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a landlord yeah, and exactly. Lady. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Tenants... Basically, like, serfs. <laughs> it's such a good idea, though. I, that... Like, you literally have a house, 
that is like extra and you charge people to live in it. <laughs> That's literally so like the concept. They pay the fucking mortgage for you and then you also get some off the top. Or even think of it in like the most basic, simple, primitive terms. Like you built extra housing, like more housing than you and your family required. So more people who aren't property owners can live there at whatever fee you charge. Like that, you could use that definition back to like mess. Um, medieval times or sooner, you know? Roman mm. times. Whereas, like, that's crazy that that's still something that we just... That just works, you know? Yeah, people need houses. But, yeah, like you were saying, having people pay the mortgage, pay the bills. Yeah, they, like, as long as they don't trash the place, it's a fucking sweet deal. And, yeah, shit will go wrong that you have to repair appliances, whatever the fuck, but you should be able to come out ahead still. Yeah, that's a fucking... Yeah, unless you get fucked over on a shitty property, or some assholes just trash the place. Yeah, sometimes we get kind of fucked some over, Some people are just fucking disgusting, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think you can kind of pre-screen some people. That's, that's one thing that, like... I don't really think either one of my bosses is very, like, discriminatory when it comes to who... Because a lot of them are college rentals anyway, so they're not, like, expected to be pristine. So you just cram a bunch of college kids in a place and hope they don't fuck it up too bad. Yeah. And fucking figure that the security deposit will cover what it's going to cost to clean that shit. Yeah, exactly. It was wild. We had three of us and sometimes all four of us at, uh this unit last week we had to get it ready in two days like we had to repaint everything the people were really fucking gross we had to shampoo the carpets like multiple times and shit um got it fucking spick and span though but it was crazy how fast you could get that done with three people in there yeah we like how a, fast the turnaround yeah the ones we added a fourth guy yeah we completely clean i mean we deep cleaned like took like o- opened up the electric stove top and like took all the burners and the little dishes <laughs> out and cleaned all that shit even took all the shit wow, out of the fridge wow see that's we literally there was a gross apartment and we literally just trashed it all out cause there was like dog piss everywhere yeah. and stuff which they also had an infant so fuck them for being disgusting and having animal shit in their house with a fucking kid but Anyways, trashed out, literally tore out all the carpet, all the pad, all the appliances, all the countertops, cabinets. Yeah. You gotta repaint everything. Like, some of these, you gotta flip them. It's basically like a major total, flip. Yeah, total remodel. <clears throat> it's fun doing, well, I guess for us, our rentals, just because you don't have to be as precise with stuff. It's not some rich customer being really nitpicky about yeah. their fucking beautiful home. It's just gonna be college kids, so if... If shit's a little off, it's like, fuck it, no one's gonna, they're not gonna be like, wait a minute, that fucking, why is the seam that big? Like, they're fucking... They're like, oh, it's fixed, it doesn't leak anymore, sweet, thanks. Yeah, they don't care about the little details, (laughs) so you can, you can kind of get through that shit quickly, and the materials are cheaper, so you don't have to, I don't know, it's just less stressful, because you're not carrying, like, a fucking... $1,800 $1,800 countertop. Or Which, that makes sense, too, that the college <clears throat> housing is just, like, a little bit lower grade, but, I mean, it's easier to maintain and upkeep that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking, it's nice remodeling those. It's like I said, just kind of low pressure. You're just kind of, like, getting the shit done, whatever. Make it work. Don't have to obsess and be 
For sure. Super careful. See, the problem for us is, like, doing a lot of apartments, the owners are nitpicky. Like, the tenants probably wouldn't give a shit, but the owners care. Yeah, yeah. see, that's... The building cool. owners. That's the beauty, is the my bosses don't. <laughs> yeah, they're the owners, so yeah. win-win. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, yeah, they'd like us to just get the fuck out of there so they can quit paying us by the hour. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Clean that shit and get the fuck out. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, yeah, that that works structure too, just decentralized, just like yeah. job, like job labor. That's something that like, that's what got America through the Great Depression. Like, I don't know, I feel like that type of work is the most sustainable. Yeah, it's nice being able to just pick up practical skills at work, too. It's like I get to work on that shit all day long for my own, build my own house, or, yeah, if I ever own my own rental properties or something, I can fix almost anything. You know, we do, we cover such a broad spectrum of shit. Yeah, absolutely. Good skills to have. And, I mean, that goes with anything. Like, you could literally be a fucking painter and I'm sure you'll still learn other shit that's useful like from people working on the house or whatever the hell you know yeah. different stuff you run into in your day like <clears throat> job labor <clears throat> I mean nothing wrong with having a full time career either but it's just like get a career and finding a career in exact what you want to do is sometimes tough you're gonna go yeah, to college yeah. Are you going to still be a construction worker when you have a philosophy degree? I don't know. I'm, that's four years is so long. <laughs> True. You're fucking, no, like, no use even having an expectation at this point. Yeah, I couldn't have predicted this four years four years ago, so yeah. not even going to try. Maybe, probably. Yeah, whatever you say now is just going to be totally flipped on its ear by the time you graduate. Yep, so. You'll probably have, like, two kids by then. Jesus Christ. Your I'm beard fucking... will be down to your waist and braided. <laughs> it's long enough to braid now. I, uh... Well. Fucking... Having a fucking crazy beard like that. I don't know, like, I don't know how much it adds to me. I've been, I've been, like, trying to look for, like, look around town, and if I see somebody with, like, a really long beard, I try and, like, think, like, does that add yeah, well, that... enough? Or yeah. is it, like, does it make them look weird? Or is it too much? Like... So I'm like hoping to see like a short, skinny, bald guy with a beard, like a really long beard, and I can so be like, does he look it. cool so or does he look like we, like does weird? Does he look like an Amish guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you see I remember there was this um, NASCAR like pit crew chief who had like a long, big, bushy beard, and he was like Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s like crew chief, so like tall bros. And they were out someplace to eat, and some fan was like, oh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., oh my god. And then, like, they fucking see this guy, and like, what are you doing with him? <laughs> like, you're just gonna get this fucking beard. Like, what? Fuck you, bitch. Like, it's messed up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I don't know. Do I let the beard grow as a, as a symbol of, like, I mean, I age? feel like. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like a, like a buck as it ages has bigger antlers. <laughs> it's just my beard, beard. Just, yeah, mine's not like 60, it's just. A full wizard? Yeah. Like, that uh, might be yeah. cool. I don't know. You Dude, have to start young. You know though. what? Okay, well, oh, man, I'm going to tell you this now. The old, like, college professors, like, the scientist dudes, 
they favor the big bushy beards. Like, those dudes fucking all have big bushy beards. Like, they go for the wizard look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you're probably gonna, like, I feel like having it, like, sharp and pointed like Kratos right now. Like, that's that's fitting now. You're kind of in your prime yet. But once you get old and gray, then be, be a wizard beard. I feel like the wizard beard kind of does the point. Kinda I like, mean, yeah, I don't know, man. The wizard beard can be in several ways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of pumped to start classes i don't know i'm just excited for the change in my schedule i think i might try and work still two days a week maybe three maybe like just i I gotta try it out for a little bit see what everything feels like see what the homework load is like whatever yeah you literally gotta just wait till it happens to see what you'll be able to do but yeah excited for that shake things up a little bit because then working this job this will be my fourth year now and i mean it varies enough in itself you know we do such a wide variety of things and a lot of times it's not even the same thing back-to-back days so get plenty of variety in that regard but just i don't know it's been the same job i've been living in the same house now two years like it's just fell into like a rhythm stagnant. yeah it's like time to time to shake it out do something yeah college will definitely be a good way to do that because i mean yeah, especially, think of how powerful of a tool it will be for you to go to college as an older, like, wiser, more mature person than just straight out of high school, where you're actually going there just getting an education. Like, you're probably going to get a lot more out of it than the average person. Yeah, that's kind of my mindset about it, because I'll be there to actually learn, so I won't, like, half-ass stuff or, like, cheat on an assignment just to, like, finish it actually be there to gain the knowledge not just get a credit yeah yeah exactly and i feel like that's like doing that i don't really feel like i had to try that hard in college because i just had the mindset of i'm learning this for myself so i know it first of all yeah and i mean the grades just a bonus or just to let me know how well i'm doing it's the stick in the carrot <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be weird taking a year one psych class again, though. I got an F in that at Mid-State for some reason, but, uh, I, like, just literally... How do you get an F in... (laughs) I don't know, I probably just didn't do the homework or something, I don't know. Oh, yeah, probably. Something. Um, Because, yeah, it's all, all that year one shit is just, like, Freud, and it's all... It's, like, shit I learned in high school, too. Yeah. Shit that just kind of comes up that feels like common knowledge kind of at this point so that might be a little weird but well, i'm sure there'll be some shit I okay know. i don't know so, fucking everything about yeah and the thing i like the perspective i like to have because there are obviously a few classes where it's like i feel like i have a good idea about this but like obviously like you said you don't know everything so it's like i want to try to augment what i already do know even further you know right you'll be able to remember finer details once you do know because you already do know shit yeah it's like yeah would i be able to teach this to others you need to have that firm of a grasp but you can explain it to other people exactly get them to understand it yeah fortunately that's one of my strong suits it's hilarious like in some like lab classes i'd be have like with my classmates they'd be like 
the type where they're like, oh, I don't even want to be here. So it doesn't have to do with my fucking major, blah, blah, blah. And, like, we'd, like, do some science or biology shit. And they're like, what did did she just explain that for, like, a half an hour lecture? And I'd be like, oh, we just do this and that because we're trying to make this happen. They're like, oh, why didn't she say that? Like, (laughs) just, like, if you just grasp it and you're able to kind of condense it or kind of get out the fired points, yeah. like, that is a really good ability to have in any walk of life or any career, right. you know. Especially in college. <laughs> yeah, especially, <laughs> especially in college. Especially somewhere where they test your knowledge of the thing you just learned. It's good yeah. to be able to learn it. Well, and think about how many times we've taught e- told each other something or talked about something, taught each other something, and then thought about it for a few days and talked about it again and gave each other incredible insights that we never would have thought of on our own, you know, because we're just, like, able to explain things better, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. That does happen a lot with us. Talk about a lot of deep shit. A lot of shit that you can contemplate for a few days. For sure. Like this death stuff. I I might have a different idea for a funeral after a few days. I don't yeah. know. I, I, that one might be a bad. You don't thing. want us to throw you <laughs> off a chair into a fire or suplex you into the fire. <laughs> I want, I want Mark Calloway, the Undertaker, to choke slam me <laughs> off of like a platform. How fucking cool would that be? The Undertaker Dude, choke you slams you it. to hell. How fucking cool? Dude, would that how do you know you're going to hell? What? No, I'm just. I'd be like in, into the fire. Come on. Oh let's. yeah. Okay. You said into hell. I was like, oh. well, you wanted to go to hell? Like, oh, man. Right. I, I feel like I already explained that. I, into the seven hells. Just, yeah, into the universe. Yeah, man. Just, just in the universe, man. That doesn't sound as cool as going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Get chokeslammed by the Undertaker to hell? Yeah, that's pretty solid. That would be so rad. To the universe. There you go. Just my body into the flames. That would be fucking cool. Yep. That'd be gross for him, though. He'd have to, like... <laughs> <laughs> it took him a few days to fly it's like three in, so days like... later, I got in the summer. It's like, we kept him in the freezer, so he didn't right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, how do you think he'll but die? But he, he would do his no, fucking entrance. No, we won't even... We Dude, won't chopper even accident. That. I was talking to X about no! this. Because he was talking no. about... He was talking about, um... All the shit he sees driving truck, like, it was, like, almost every single day, he's, like, he comes home, somebody almost fucking died today, so... <laughs> you saw exactly like a perfect impression. Yeah. <laughs> no. That was, that was more like him. <laughs> so, I was talking to him about that, about the chopper, how I was like, yeah, there's no front brake, which is, whatever, 70, 80% of the stopping power. I'm like, so if there's something up ahead in the road, like... I'm not stopping in time, man. It's just not happening. You gotta the, skid around it. And those those handlebars, those pullback handlebars. <laughs> if I hit a front impact, they're just going right into my femur, just bilateral femur fractures. Then I'll flip forward, and then my head is just gonna get wedged in between the forks so that Springer front end. And so then the bike will be spinning around. My body's still gonna go, so it's gonna like snap like my the weight of my body and my head being stuck. I'm getting decapitated. You just gotta Blood's rip your gonna head spray off of all forks. over everything. Yeah, it's gonna be gnarly. They're gonna see me with my legs just shattered, <laughs> my head upside down <laughs> in the forks. Is that his leg coming off his ass? 
man. If you want the... Hey, it's going to be so fucked up. That's the right way to go so out, bad. but it'll be tough uh, for us to throw you in a fire then. He's <laughs> <laughs> just dump a garbage can of body parts. <laughs> just get the Undertaker to pick up a big gray brute garbage can full of my body parts no, and we'll just, just dump it. in a contractor bag. <laughs> And just toss it in a fire. <laughs> just toss it in the dump trailer. Take it to the solid waste facility. Let X carry me to Rapids. That's my funeral procession. Is X in the semi truck in my body in a construction bag? A contract Dude, bag. how many buys do you think you're in that? Thing? <laughs> oh, fuck how it, many buys do you up. think? Because yo, oh, think about fuck. it. Think about it around here. Like oh, no. I, I've seen the meme before where somebody put their deer hunting parts in the garbage dumps and they're like, just a deer, not my wife. Yeah, (laughs) but it's like imagine you could just fucking do that and put somebody in a dumpster put them in a bunch of bags nobody would fucking know probably yeah that's crazy there was that guy that murdered his wife was it Rapids or Marshfield like a couple years ago I think they found her at the dump yikes yeah you gotta chop them up real good or, like, dissolve them in lye, I think, right? Or lime? I don't know. There's some fucking chemicals. The pot, There's multiple shows where I've seen the stew maker who his things dissolves people. Or feed them to pigs. That seems to be the best one. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. That's like um, brick topping. Oh, fuck. What British action movie is that? And it doesn't matter. But, um... But, yeah, feed them to pigs... Maybe. Yeah, 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 I think so. Um, Yeah, apparently that's the best way to do it. So, yeah, you don't even have to take them to the dump if you're smart. But if you're not smart... If you you don't have pigs, though. You could find some pigs. If if I'm murdering somebody, I'm finding some pigs. Just, yeah. But I'm different. I'm thinking this out. Maybe this wasn't premeditated. They didn't have time to think about the pigs. They can't just drive around the state with a body in their truck looking looking for for pigs. pigs. Yeah. There's not that many pigs around here. Only cows ate people. (laughs) <laughs> you, can probably grind, you can probably feed them to it if you ground them up or something maybe they do I mean you might as well just spray in the woods then <laughs> <laughs> I don't know man crazy thing to think about no fucking um my dad at work they um were clearing up brush and there's a dead deer on the side of the road and one of the guys is like oh let's put the deer through the wood chipper and like they're like you're a dumbass if you want to do it go ahead and he did it, and it got all, like, all its tendons and bones got, like, all tangled up and just Fuck. seized up the yeah. wood splitter, or the wood chipper, so he had to tear it, break, like, open it up and get all the shit out, and he just, like, puking and shit, and everybody else like, staying a distance away just laughing. <laughs> oh, they get a nice break, because he has to clean the dead deer out of the fucking wood chipper that he wanted to do. <laughs> That's the kind of thing you hope happens. Like, that's the... People getting what they deserve. When, you, when you're watching like a video on Instagram and you're like, please tell me that motherfucker's getting it, right? Like, <laughs> that's yeah. what you get. Like that's, that's <laughs> For being a dumbass. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, see? Good, clean fun. We're all dumbasses sometimes. It happens. Oh, definitely. We all take turns. Like the time I accidentally shot myself in the stomach with a pin nailer. <laughs> that's probably my biggest did. dumbass moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was wild. <laughs> Trying to put trim casing on the inside of a closet, which I always think is dumb anyway. But uh, doing that, and the way everything was situated, my limited mobility, it was a piece of casing up against the right wall. 
so I couldn't hold the gun normally. So I had it like this weird backwards, upside down way with my thumb on the trigger. And I went to go put a pin nail at the top of the... Cause the and you don't have it with the safety you have to press it down. So the corners were mitered and uh, yeah, put some wood glue on there. I was going to put a couple pin nails in there to hold the corner. And the hose got caught under the closet door, so it was short. So I lowered the gun and my other arm to like get some slack and then gave the fucking air hose a yank and my fucking thumb hit the trigger when the fucking pin nail was up against my abdomen. It just shot myself with like a little one just inch shot 23 a nail, nail in your guts. A little, little tiny pin nail just in. I was like, fuck. Oh, I still haven't lived that down. That's still Just like, a wire just bouncing around your gut. Still no, people, I joke about it too. Go in? Oh man, it tented the abdominal like lining so it like didn't puncture it and like they didn't have to like take my organs out and wash them out or anything but uh yeah that inspired me to do more ab workouts though because i was like damn could you imagine if i wasn't like well dude it, it stopped it <laughs> yeah my mom, your, your abs stopped that yeah, goes back to my point earlier that are i don't even know if i said that before we were recording but if your body is more like physically able you're more resilient really, yeah your your tissues are more dense and harder to puncture and break, you know. Yeah. That's why Conan always wins because he's <laughs> fucking born in the wild, wrestling bulls and shit and bears, and then when some weak ass dude from the city tries to fight him, he's like, "Yeah, fuck you, bitch." Exactly. Just like Habib Nurmagomedov. Yeah, man. Just wrestling bears. And exactly. Then, <laughs> and then when. I- drunk Irishman tries, it's just, it's like nothing. Yeah, seriously. Just swatting away humans like they're flies. Yeah, it's yeah. a good way to put it. Oh, fuck. See, yeah, you need to get on that level in your whole life, you know? <laughs> Mentally and physically and whatever else you sphere you want to improve. You gotta level up. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Good. That was a solid one. It was tough to get started. Hey, sorry if this was a rough listen, but I don't know. We just, it was a long fucking week, you know, <laughs> working hard. It's hot. It's fucking. Trying. Yeah. Trying to do it without Billy's tough. Yeah. Hey, and I mean, that's a lesson. If anything, <laughs> sometimes when the motivation isn't there, you got to just fucking power through it. Got to do it. So this was our podcast when we didn't really feel like doing a podcast. <laughs> it's going to be the best one yet. Fuck. <laughs> We've been trying too hard. Yeah. No. I hope you guys enjoy. And hey, check out our Instagram because we have been talking that we kind of want to increase the value we provide to you all. So, I mean, we're going to start working on some videos and shit of all these skills we talk about or whatever. So head on over to our Instagram, and I mean, if you want to support the tribe, we don't have merch yet, but hopefully we will soon. So we'll be, that's something in the works, we may have a short, limited run of merch, but uh, we'll keep you posted, and um, yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Yeah, the Instagram, Moraine underscore Barbarians, check it out.